Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hi there, it's Denise here and welcome to another episode of Chill and Prosper. Today is one of those episodes where I answer questions from listeners, which is one of my favorite things to do, not only because it's so easy then for me. I'm like, oh, I don't have to prep content just to answer questions. But also it reminds me that people actually listen to the podcast and value my opinion, which I always love, especially, I don't know, especially as a Virgo. I'm like, yes, let me let me serve you. Let me help you. So I, I try and group these into themes. And the theme for this episode of Ask Me Anything is around mindset. Now, you might have heard me say, you know, Um, I see people quote me on this sometimes. I cringe a little bit where I go, mindset's the only thing you need to master. And I've had a lot of pushback from people who go, no, you need to master other things. You know, like mindset isn't the only thing to master. So let me explain a little bit before I go into the questions on that is mindset is one of the only things you really can't outsource to someone else. Yes, if you want to be successful in business, you have to master marketing, but you can outsource that. You know, you can buy a course on it. You can do all of the things. But mindset is still one of those things that's up to us. Yes, we can buy a course. We can hire a coach. We can, you know, do things to help us with our mindset. But it still really comes down to us. And when you really work on your mindset, as in um, what what I mean by that too is uh, believing in yourself, believing that there's always more, um, working on your negative thoughts and beliefs and challenging some of those in yourself. It's not a one and done thing. It's not a one size fits all thing. It really is an ongoing process of watching your thoughts and feelings and making sure that they don't derail you. You know, we all have negative thoughts and you can't ever truly get it, get rid of them, but we can try and make sure that they don't derail us and stop us from living our dreams. Okay. So All right, this question comes from Ellen. She said, how do you deal with overwhelm and guard against taking um, too much on because you want to do all of the things and how do you balance that and still be ambitious and scale? Well, Ellen, I actually love this question because it's so part of my personality to take on too much. I am a ruler in money archetypes. I'm a ruler maverick, so I take on too much stuff. I completely underestimate how long things take. And I just kind of say yes without thinking through the consequences often. So how do I deal with overwhelm? Um, I do. I absolutely get overwhelmed. And I, I think how I deal with it, first of all, is you have to recognize the signs. What are the signs of overwhelm for you? Um, mine is when I get really resentful. I start to get angry. I start to like snap at everyone too much. Um, I start to like be really grumpy and stomp around and just be like, no one appreciates me. And why am I surrounded by idiots? Like I really get into like Marta, Denise, nothing pleases me mode. And that's where I know, okay, I'm overwhelmed here. Um, So how do I guard against taking too much on? Sometimes I 
I don't guard against it sometimes <laughs> and that's when I get overwhelmed. But there are a couple of things. Um, so one of the big things that helps me is having gatekeepers. Um, and by gatekeepers, I mean people who read my email, uh, who, you know, are in our social media inboxes. So then, and this isn't to be like, I'm so fancy. Nobody can contact me. Go away, you peasants. The reason why I do this is because I say yes to everything. <laughs> and so if people like ask me, hey, we come on my podcast. Hey, we speak at my event. Hey, I usually just go, yeah. And it's not because it's not even a lack of boundaries necessarily, which it totally is as well. It's just that everything feel, sounds like a good idea <laughs> at the time. And I just don't stop to go, hang on, do I want to do this? Do I have time to do this? I just go, yeah. What I also do is I say yes before asking all of the details. And then I feel like I can't say no because I'm like, oh, yeah. So an example of this is people go, oh, will you um, like provide a blurb for my book, my new book? I go, yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, send me the thing. And then I, I go, I didn't ask them the length of what they need or the deadline, like anything. Um, or, you know, hey, can you draft something for me? Or I just, and then I go, well, I've already said yes, so I have to just suck it up. Um, or even when I'm really, really busy and I really don't have time to be on someone's podcast, I'll be like, yeah, I'll be on your podcast. And I love being on people's podcasts, but I've said to my team, hey, don't, you know, don't say yes to this, this, and this at the moment. And then I say yes to it. And then my team is like, ah, <laughs> we don't have time to do that. So that's one of the big things is just to uh, keep myself from myself and have someone else to be like, hey, um, you know, Denise would love to be on your podcast, but can you fill in this form? And she's not doing them until next year or whatever. You know, just having someone there to set those boundaries or to ask the questions on my behalf of going, um, yeah, so she would love to speak at your event. Um, can you fill in this form and let us know budget and timing and like, you know, what's required? Because otherwise I go, yeah, sure. And then I go, ah, oh, why did I say yes to that? Um, so that's that helps me. The other thing too is I'm getting better at um, decluttering things and saying no to things um, and just going, nope, okay, let's kill that project or let's not do that. I am getting much better at that without stressing too much about um, the consequences. And like, hey, if there's a financial penalty, fine, I'm happy to pay that. Sorry to inconvenience you. I know I'm going to lose my deposit or whatever it is. Um but there's definitely been times where I'm like, nope, I have to make the executive decision here. And one of those ones was last year, actually, where um, we were creating a new course, Sacred Money Archetypes, and it was growing and growing, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And um, my video guy, who um, had just had a baby, who was in hospital, was like, I can't, I can't do your thing next week. I can't video it. And what can you do? You know, his baby was in hospital. Um, and then so we rescheduled the, the video stuff and then um, his baby was in hospital again for the editing. And then so we needed to find other editors for it. And then, you know, one of them got COVID and it was just, it was one of those things, it was one thing after another. And I remember just thinking, 
well, we'll just suck it up. Like, we'll just work harder. And I remember too, because Mark's very similar. Mark is a definitely a suck it up person. I remember thinking, oh, wow, I'm the boss. I have to make the decision for everybody. And I went, we're going to push the launch six weeks. And I remember Mark going, no, we can do it. And I was like, yeah, we can. And I know everyone on the team will burn themselves out, including myself, to make this happen. But I'm making the decision. The buck stops with me. I will face the consequences, but also I'll make the decision that no one else on the team can. No one else, if anyone else had come to me and said, Denise, I think we should push the launch six weeks, I would have gone, no, suck it up. Like, we're, as in, I'll suck it up. If someone said to me, oh, you look tired and overwhelmed, you should push it, I'd go, nope, <laughs> no way. So that was um, a really big lesson. And it's a lesson that I've taken into this year where I've gone, oh, that project does not need to be now. I'm going to push that project. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to inconvenience people, but it can um, it can be pushed. I was going to say it can't be done, but there's still a part of me that's like, no, you totally can. You're just choosing not to. Okay. So that was the next part of um, Ellen's question. So it's how do you deal with overwhelm? How do you guard against taking too much on? Because you want to do all the things. Then the last part of the question is how can you do this and be ambitious and scale? And this is such a perfect question for where I'm at at the moment in my life. Because um, I am shifting and changing things. How do I? I I have had, um, you know, big money leaps since I started my business. You know, like every year I've grown, 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 grown. And this year I'm like, especially since I sold my house and, you know, we made a lot of profit from that and paying off all my mortgages, all that kind of stuff. I'm like... I'm okay to have a year where I don't earn as much. And it really kind of hurt my ego a little bit to go, does this mean that I'm not ambitious? Does this mean I'm not good at what I do anymore? Does this mean I don't care? And I'm like, no, it just means it's okay. Like I'm enough, you know, and I really had to sort of say to myself, well, what have I got to prove to anybody? Like I've made a ton of money. I've helped a ton of people. I'm sure I will continue to grow and expand but it's okay to take a year where I don't have big growth necessarily. And I think that was, it's totally a mindset thing of going, it's okay. Doesn't mean it's going away. Doesn't mean my ambition's going away. Doesn't mean I don't care. But I don't need to, you know, double my income. So it's okay to not scale at the moment. And maybe it's okay that, like, maybe I'm not super ambitious anymore I'm like I've kind of bought the things that I'm excited about I've you know hit goals and I, I I'm just in a really interesting question mark around that and um yeah there's there's some peace coming from it but and I don't know if that's you know answering your question Ellen but it's like you're allowed to choose you're allowed to choose you're allowed to have a fallow year to let things regenerate to um, work on your systems to give yourself a bit of a break. Sometimes you need it. I wish I'd taken more maternity leave. Um, but actually, my kids need me a bit more now than they did when they were babies. When they were babies, I could just work and like breastfeed at the same time. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> they need they need energy and bandwidth now. Um, so I think the thing that helps me is just knowing that there's a season. There's a season for every part of your life. 
you know, and I really feel like I'm in a busy kid season at the moment um, and I'm choosing not to do all the things and I'm choosing not to have too much FOMO about it. I do have some for sure, but I'm like, I've had my time of, of hustling and I've had my time being the, I don't know, the new new kid on the block. And I'm like, oh, I've earned a little bit of chill. Yeah. So hopefully that answered your question, Ellen. All right, let's take a break. And then um, I've got um, some more questions about staying focused, taking action, especially when things aren't working. All right. Speak to you in a sec. Hi, my name is Abigail Rebecca. I'm the Visibility Goddess. I'm a human design visibility coach and I joined Money Bootcamp nearly two years ago now. Bootcamp really helped me uncover loads of limiting beliefs around money that were keeping me small. Many of these came from childhood trauma being raised in a religious organisation that disempowered women. Throughout the course, I overcame so many blocks and I love that money just flows into me now. Bootcamp is amazing. The community is amazing. Thank you so much, Denise. Hey, welcome back. So this is an Ask Me Anything and we're talking about um, real just like mindset stuff on this one. So yeah, we talked about overwhelm, taking too much on. The next question is um, from Christine and it's how do you stay focused and taking action on the really hard days when you feel like it's not working? Now, this is a great question because I feel like sometimes in business, Um, Like we do want to see the reward really quickly, right? And it can be really tricky, especially at the start when you feel like, oh my God, I'm working so hard and nothing's happening. And you've got to see that all of this effort is creating this momentum, you know, like a giant wheel that you've got to kind of start to push down a hill. Um, Now for me, if I stopped doing anything in my business, the momentum that I've created for years and years and years, as in the content I've created, the books I've written, the word of mouth testimonials from all the people that I've helped, I don't need to push that wheel anymore. I mean, if I did nothing, of course, it would eventually kind of slow down and stop. But I've built up all this momentum now and goodwill and reputation and credibility and results. They speak for themselves, you know, so I don't have to keep on hustling. At the start, though, you have to do so much of that before you can even shift the wheel a little bit. And a lot of people give up before they start to see the results. And and that's the tricky thing, right? You've got to keep on going. So how do I stay focused? I think that's been really helpful for me to have a very simple framework of what I do in the business. And by that, I mean my very simple marketing plan. Um, My marketing plan is I will show up on social media every single day, but I batch it. I batch it. I'm not doing it every single day. I will send a newsletter and create some piece of content once a week, no matter what. Um, And then, you know, like once a month, I'll kind of do something like create an opt-in or, um, you know, market my opt-in. And then like once a quarter, I'll do some sort of launch, whether it's a launch for my own business a mini promotion, an affiliate, whatever. And that is my marketing plan. And so I don't need to stay focused and think, is this working? Is this working? Is this working? Because I'm just like, that's the work. That's the work. And I'll do that regardless. And so when I say I batch my social media content, I'll use my scheduler 
um, for my social media. I use Later, which I don't necessarily endorse. I don't think it's any better or any worse than anything else. I think with schedulers, it's better the devil you know sometimes. Um, and I'll sit there and I go, okay, every you know every Monday I do a post about what are your goals for the week? Like I created all those months ago because I know it's the same kind of post every Monday and I can sit and batch those out. Every Tuesday we do a quote. I can sit when I'm inspired, come up with, you know, five quotes. Great, that's a month's worth. Um, I know that every, uh, you know, like Wednesday we do testimonials. So we can batch those ahead of time. So I just know that that's what we do, right? Same with the weekly content post. It used to be videos. Now it's more podcasts for me because that's easier. Or it used to be an article. Podcasting so much easier for me. So I'll hire a podcast studio four times a year and I'll sit here and I'll record, you know, a couple months worth of videos, uh, sorry, podcasts. And so I don't need to stay focused because I know what those big rocks are. I know what those things are. Day to day, am I focused? No. Day to day, am I organized? No, not at all. Um, but also I have a team and systems in place, right? So when I finished these podcast episodes, so I'm in a studio um, in Newcastle. Josh will edit them. He'll send them to my team. My team will create um, the transcripts of them. They'll do the images for them. They'll put them on the blog and they'll batch those up as well. I don't have to then think about it. Um, so having a simple system in place for what are the big rocks of your business, that helps you to stay focused because otherwise if I did it when I felt like it, I just wouldn't feel like it. I wouldn't. Um, and so I do have days where I go, oh, I don't like my business. Or I'll think, I don't feel like um, sharing anything. I'll go through weeks of that where I think, I don't feel like sharing anything. But my business is sharing things. This stuff coming out on social media. And I can go, oh, my God, thank God I created that. And so I'm just like, oh, just don't don't quit your business because of stuff. You know when you you feel like quitting your business? But I'm like, well there's a blog post going out or, you know, there's a podcast episode going out. I won't quit. I'll quit next week. And then next week I don't feel like quitting. And that's fine. Um, so, yeah, I don't stay focused. I'm not a focused person, but I know what those big rocks are that I need to do. And also I know that I have somewhere to help people. So for me, when I have that affirmation, all roads lead to Money Bootcamp. All roads lead to Money Bootcamp. My books, my courses, um, you know, my little courses, my podcast, everything eventually, if someone says, how do I work with you? I don't have to create new things. I don't have to get overwhelmed thinking, oh my God, what can I create for people? How can I help them? I just go, great, enjoy my Money Bootcamp. The container is there. I have community managers in there. I go in there. But if I don't feel like it, I know my community managers are in there or the community can help people. I have my monthly calls. And so I've got somewhere to put people. I don't feel overwhelmed by it. Um, and on those hard days, I just know I don't have to pull something out of my butt. It's just like, cool, go join the thing. So hopefully that helps um, Christine. Is I stay focused because I have a very simple marketing plan, which I outline in my book, um, Chill and Prosper. And I don't take action on the really hard days. I take action on the days where I'm feeling energized and have something to say that's when I go in and batch some more content and I'm just getting further and further ahead and then on the days that where you're just feeling like crap don't do it that's fine 
but you know nothing's going to fall apart. I <sighs> hope that helps. Okay, so um, I don't know who this um, question came from because there's no name on it, but it says, how do you overcome setbacks? Had to close all my businesses due to the family a family tragedy and wasn't able to function for two years. Um, well, first of all, I'm super sorry to hear that. That's that's really hard. And I actually get um, different versions of this all the time, this question where it's like, you know, my, my parents just died and I'm really trying to get mo- motivation back or, you know, I just got divorced and I'm just trying to push myself to get my motivation back. And the truth is grief has its own timeline. And I remember the, you know, a few times that I've had serious grief in my life, you know, I had my grandmother died, but also I remember a really, really bad breakup and I was just so heartbroken and I remember just thinking, okay, I'm done now. I'm done now. Like, I'm ready. And sometimes you can't push through that. Can't push through it. Um, I've even had it recently where um, I said to one of my uh, practitioners, she was like, I think like you're in burnout. And I was like, great, can you give me a pill for that? <laughs> and she goes, uh, no. And I was like, yeah, but can you just give me the shortcut? version of that because I'm ready to get out of burnout now she's like mm, doesn't work like that you need some you need some time off which I'm doing um you know and you need some space and spaciousness and you need to you know all the things that I was doing you know of um letting go of some commitments and setting some boundaries and taking some travel time and but I was like I don't want to give me the pill <laughs> and I really feel this too is that we're so hard on ourselves and we think we should, I should be over this now. I should be getting back into it. I'm going to lose my ambition or motivation or um, everyone else is ahead and I'm not. And we really have to be gentle with ourselves and give ourselves time and space. And that can be really hard when you need income. Um, I've seen a lot of people get jobs recently for the nervous system regulation where they're like, I, I can't have the uncertainty of a business right now. I'm too, it's too stressful. I need to know I have a paycheck. I need to know that I can feed my kids or my dog or myself. I need to know I can pay my rent. And it's really hard to be creative from that place of scarcity or fear or grief or burnout. It's hard because you're sucking on fumes. And so whatever you need to do um, to be okay with that. And so sometimes that looks like getting a job, um, moving in with your parents, um, letting go of projects that are causing you stress, um, letting people go in your business or cutting expenses. Um, Sometimes it means firing a stressful client or a business partner it's not working um there's so many things where you have to really prioritize your survival and prioritize like going back to basics you know and and unfortunately you know sometimes if um you have had a big tragedy in your family you know people will be there for you but sometimes you don't have people there for you or sometimes you know you're still feeling the effects of grief or burnout or whatever and people have moved on and they've forgotten 
that you need extra support. And so it's hard to do that for yourself. It really is. And I think so much of it too is the permission to not have to do all the things and permission to go, okay, maybe it's not, not the time to do that. And that, that does not mean forever. It's a season of life and I'll, I'll get it back. And, you know, back on that kind of ambition and scale thing, maybe in the future I will be like, oh, let's scale again, but for fun. Whereas I feel like if I'm doing it now from a place of burnout, I'd be doing it from like a have to or like it would just feel like a slog and I don't want to feel like that. So wherever you're at, if you're going through a tough time, it's not forever. And sometimes you don't have the bandwidth and that's okay. Be honest about that with yourself and you can be honest about it with people and just, I don't have the bandwidth. And I've been really lucky having this big um, like bit of travel because it's been the best excuse when people are like, oh, can you do the thing? I go, look, I'm going to be in Europe for four months. Can we talk about it next year? And I haven't, I've been really good at not committing and going, yeah, let's do it in January. I've been going, hey, can we just circle back in January and then let's check in and see where I'm at and not committing to things. It's been such a gift to myself of, you know, of that future where I'm like, oh yeah, there'll be times where I will have more energy. But for now, you know, I need to prioritize, I need to prioritize me, my mental health, my family. And um, I think that's a lesson for for all of us. Um, okay, so... That was, they're my questions for today around mindset. What juicy questions. Thank you so much. Um, and remember, if you do have a question for an upcoming episode, feel free to email my team at any time because um, they keep a running list. You know, they, they merge questions together if we've got similar questions. But feel free just to send us an email, denise at denisedt.com. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I've got one final thought for you, actually, that just occurred to me. And um, I'll tell you after the break. Hi Denise, I am Danny Louise Smith, the Queen of Business Organisation. I'm a business coach and mentor. I have read Lucky Bitch, Get Rich Lucky Bitch and Chillpreneur. My favourite book of all three is Get Rich Lucky Bitch. I've actually read it and listened to it three times. So I bought it on Kindle, absolutely love it. It made massive impact in my own businesses and then I loved it so much I decided to listen to the audio because it felt like you were in my ear mentoring me to work on my money mindset and I actually call it my business bible. I actually then purchased it for a third time in the physical version and as a true Virgo I am, I got my highlighters out and And I went through it and organized everything that was in there so that I could really use it to impact my business and my money mindset. It has been fundamental to my growth and I absolutely love it and recommend it all the time to my friends, my clients and anyone that needs to hear it because it makes such a difference when you work on your money mindset. So thank you Denise for such amazing books that I will always read and reread that will always help me with my personal development with money mindset and my business growth. Thanks so much. Hey welcome back and it just reminded me too how much um, being around other people who share our values is so important And so I think it's important to have a mastermind. I think it's important to have business besties. So it gives you another layer of accountability, I think, too, to be like, hey, I've got this problem, you know, what's what's going on with you? Because sometimes we feel like we can't be vulnerable with our family. We can't be vulnerable with our community. But having a place where we can be vulnerable and and to be honest about what we're dealing with is so important Um, and not to be ashamed about that. And like even me talking about saying, oh, I'm in burnout – 
even on this call, I'm like, oh my God, like, is that real? Am I in burnout? Because so many times I've just gone, no, 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 I'm not in burnout. Like, just suck it up. And I'm like, oh, I kind of really am. And that's okay. Even though I write books about how people can simplify their business, even though I teach people about how to work on their mindset, I'm not immune to that. And I felt like I had to be for a long time. So if you're like me and you feel like you have to be, you know, superhero, super mom or superwoman or superman, super person <laughs> for the non-binary, um, then it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay not to be perfect all the time. And it's okay to admit that you're struggling and that you might need a little bit of extra help and support in any way. And of course, I am here for you as well. If you do need money mindset support, come into my community. Money Bootcamp is such an incredible place to be able to talk vulnerably about money. And I do the same in there. I'm not saying I am perfect and you guys all listen to me. We are all in there together. It's a safe place to talk about money and mindset um, stuff. So if you're interested in that and you know that you need it, um, all the information is at denisedt.com slash bootcamp. You can join at any time. Um, we have live calls at the end of the month. Okay, so I will see you if you're if you're already one of my boot campers, I'll see you on the next call. Otherwise, um, I'll see you on the next episode of Chill and Prosper. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.